when we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program with access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org slash heart. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to On the Front Lines of Caregiving, the podcast about making life easier and less lonely for family caregivers. This is your host, Lynette Whiteman. Today, we're going to offer guidance about managing the often difficult time in a caregiver's life when their loved one is in a nursing home. My guest today is Lisa Marie Churko, who is a journalist, an author, an elder care specialist, and who created nursinghomology.com. And Lisa provides a nursing home navigator coaching service, which we're going to talk all about. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much, Lynette. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Thanks. Um, I think all of us in the caregiving world and everywhere can pretty much agree that placing a loved one in a nursing home is a very, very tough decision. But sometimes it's the only decision a family has, and it actually can be the best choice for a family. So in your experience and, and what you've learned in this in this field, what do you wish that every caregiver and every family knew when they have placed a loved one in a nursing home? What's the, the one universal advice that you'd like to offer them? Well, Lynette, that's a great question. And I, I would like them to, to always keep in mind that caregiving does not end at the nursing home door, that uh, it's an ongoing process. Uh, they become families become secondary caregivers, but they still and they they will always remain their loved ones' uh, strongest and best advocate. Yeah, that's a great point. I think even mm-hmm. for families like or friends, they think, oh, you have your loved one in a nursing home, you don't have to do anything anymore, and nothing could right. be further than the truth. So that yeah. that's great. Um, what mm-hmm. do you think? Um, I know that I struggle with this, not only in a nursing home situation, but also if my mom's in the hospital or in rehab. I find like I struggle with that there's a fine line between being a, a squeak, not a squeaky wheel, but an advocate for your mm-hmm. loved one. Balance that with getting the reputation of being difficult and the staff not wanting to talk to you or sort of right. labeling you. How do you how do you manage that that line? That's that's another excellent question, and that's that's huge um, because you know everything is done out of love, whether it's your spouse, your mom, your dad a relative, you know, you're, you're advocating, you want their best care and you're up against some pretty harsh things. Um, you know, a staff that's underpaid and, and, uh, overworked. And, uh, there's a, there's a lot of issues that are complicated and, um, inevitably, you know, yeah, it's, it's that label and a lot of families get it and it's, it's a tough line to walk, but, it's it's always just remembering um, 
where you're coming from. And then also to seeing, understanding, having that, stepping back a little bit and having that compassion for them as well. So, mm. so the issue I know that our family experienced with my dad, and this is a, not just across the U S this is a worldwide issue. Um, you know, these uh, nursing care centers, memory care centers are, are traditionally um, understaffed. And, you know, a, a lot of folks who work there um, are underpaid for a very extremely difficult job that they do. And, and to, you have to just remember their humanity. Um, when you have stress, errors can happen, things can go wrong, nerves are frayed. So um, it's, a, it's tough. It's not something you're going to master in, in, in the first few months. But eventually, it, it's important, too, to step in and to get to know those people, get to know the, the CNAs, the nurses' aides, the LPNs, the RNs, the nursing supervisors, get to know everyone that works in the cafeteria, people in maintenance, people that take care of the grounds, getting to know everyone. And then having that respect because, um, you know, and it's a two-way street, and it, it might not always happen on, on both ends, but as much as you want that, for your loved one, they're trying to do the, their job as well. So it's, it's difficult. It's a tough balancing act, but it's just it's taking a step back, breathing, and just remembering um, where they're coming from. And it's not easy to do. You know, we're all, we're right. all human. There's going to be days where you just want to scream. Um, but, yeah, it's a tough balancing act for sure. Yeah. And I, I've also seen people um, ask questions about this or, or get advice about this, that they're told when they – bring their person to the their loved one to a nursing home that um mm-hmm. and that person is like I want to go home why'd you put me here I want to go home I want to go home um that oh some nursing home administrators and staff will say don't come visit for a week it's better for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. to get used to you not being here it's worse if you come and leave other people feel like well that's ridiculous of course you're going to come every day why would you want them to feel abandoned do you have any advice for caregivers on that yeah um you always have to follow your own heart and you know and then you can never go wrong i mean that's just when you said that, it just sort of reminded me of a, a pediatrician might tell, a, you know, new parents, let the baby cry. You know, it's right. Just, it's, it's just, you know, and, and um, you, at the end of the day, you want your best for your loved one. And, um, of course, nursing homes have rules and regulations, but you have to follow your own heart and, mm-hmm. um, and do what's, what's best within the guidelines that you're given. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with making those phone calls. I mean, I used to make them during the third shift. I got to know that floor supervisor very well. And, you know, and we were able to, to check on dad after midnight. And, um, but but you, oh, you, have to, you have to follow your heart. You, you always mm-hmm. just have to go with that. And then you'll never be, be led astray. Right, right. Tell me about um, what, what your, your um, service that you offer is called the Nursing Home Navigator Coach, and you also have the website, mm-hmm. uh, com. So tell me, what does the Nursing Home Navigator Coach do? Sure. Well, I, I compare um, having a family member in a nursing home to being a tiny, tiny boat in the ocean, you know, um, you're not a a cruise ship. You're just a, a almost like a dinghy, a, you know, very small. And the the 
ocean waves are, are turbulent and it's rough out there. And sometimes you feel all alone. And it's um, through the experiences that I had over my five years as a caregiver for my dad, I learned many things. He battled Alzheimer's disease. Um, so it was the last five years of his 15-year battle that took place in long-term care. So we had, as a family, daily challenges. So I know what it's like. And, and you literally do feel like a teeny tiny boat uh, adrift in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so with, I help them navigate. I help them navigate these rough waters, you know, with everything from the staff to their daily care plan to working with the activities director. And I do specialize with people who suffer from, I shouldn't say suffer, who are living with Alzheimer's disease and other dementias because that was my experience with my dad. But I work with other people as well. And, um, and it's challenging. And it's tough, too, um, as an adult um, to see, as an adult child, to see, you know, your, your mom and dad in that situation um, when they no longer, um, they may no longer be walking or talking and they have a lot of special needs. That's very challenging. So I help families with that. Right. So somebody, let's say, who has a, a mom, dad, loved spouse in, in a nursing home and they're mm-hmm. having challenges, they don't know how to deal with the staff or they feel like their loved one isn't getting the best care that they could get, they would call you and then you would sort of say, well, maybe talk to the staff this way or maybe mm-hmm. approach it this way. Is that the, is that the practical thing that you would do? Yes, we, we do um, break it down in practical segments, and uh, I provide an outline for them. So it's not, it's not 100 things. You know, I have some, some very specific categories, and we work through that, and then I get together an action plan for them. Um, okay. First, of course, I, I hear their main concerns, but I do have it broken down into very specific categories based on what, what I went through and mm. our family went through. So that's okay. how I help them. Okay. And is there any steps mm-hmm. that a family could take? Let's like right off the bat, their loved one is placed in a nursing home. Is there anything that any advice that you give to people like this is this is how you start this off like so you don't get into troubles later on? What sort of advice do you offer for that? Um it's it really is, you know, a, a complicated uh, undertaking, you know, and you can you can go on the internet and you can enter a zip code and and look up things and you know use the guidelines that uh, Medicare provides, which is very helpful with one to five stars. And you can talk to social workers, but ultimately, um, the thing to do is to go in yourself and 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 do the tours and walk around independently. And use your own intuition and mm-hmm. um, be sort of like a, a detective and really look at all the details. Look at how the staff interacts with the residents. Look at the staff themselves. Um, you know, there are state and federal guidelines that each nursing home uh, has to adhere to. But, you know, are people generally smiling? Do they seem like they like their jobs? Look at the residents, how how they are presenting themselves, how how they interact with one another, how staff interacts with them, how staff interacts with each other, vice versa. And then, you know, you, you just want to, it's going to be their new home. So right. actually going in and checking things out for yourself and then using your intuition, because as I, I stress in some blog posts I've written, it's not just the beauty, the aesthetics, 
Yeah. It's so much more than that. You know, you could have a state of the art facility that was just built last month, but you may have an older, I don't want to call it a facility, an older nursing home center that maybe just has a smaller staff, but provides a level of care that's more akin to what you would prefer for your loved one. Mm-hmm. Does every state have, is there a staffing ratio, this number of nurses per yeah. patient? <laughs> and is it is it throughout the United States or every state is different? Um, there there are state and federal guidelines. And okay. um, I, yeah, and yeah. so it's, uh, it, they need to be, followed um are they always followed perfectly every day probably not um right but you know and in short staffing it it impacts every resident every resident oh, suffers sure. when that happens right have you ever in your coaching recommended to a family like that's it you've done everything you can you might want to look for a new nursing facility do, do you ever recommend that to families mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Um, you know, yeah. there might be situations where uh, that nursing home perhaps has been bought out by a large conglomerate and mm. uh, there was staff reduction and maybe their favorite CNA or floor nurse has left and things are not the same and and, and the quality of the care has gone down. And, um, and they've waited and things haven't gotten better. They've gotten worse. Yes. So, you know, uh, although it's it's traumatic. You really have to, to look at everything going on. And especially when a loved one ha- has Alzheimer's, it's, it's difficult to make a move like that because, right. you know, that famili- familiarity is, is crucial. But you really have to look um, from soup to nuts, from A to Z at all, all these areas. And if your family member's care needs are not being met and their care plan is not being followed, there is, there is no reason to stay and, and to mm-hmm. suffer. Right. So yeah, yeah, to answer your question, I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have information about this on your website, nursinghomology.com. You have like uh, tips and blog posts and things like that on on your site. Yes, I do. Great. Mm-hmm. All right. So that again, that's uh, nursinghomology.com. And I just want to um, shift gears here a little bit because. Before, which is a perfect segue, you talked about uh, (laughs) being in rough seas and a dinghy and a cruise ship. So thank you for opening (laughs) that door. So you are, in addition to everything else you do, you are involved Mm -hmm. with uh, something that I just find fascinating. It's called Connecting Circles of Care and Building Bridges of Hope Cruise. And um, I'll let you talk about it, but this is a cruise uh, specifically for caregivers and for individuals with uh, early stage dementia to have a really mm-hmm. safe and non judgmental experience. So tell us all about that cruise. Absolutely. I'd be glad to. Um, yes, last year I, I partnered with Kathy Schof of Elite Cruises and Vacations. Kathy is an RN and um, it was her idea. She has, had been doing uh, senior-friendly cruises, and she thought, what about a dementia-friendly cruise? So she began to do these last year, and I came, sorry for the pun, on board with her and partnered up with her and created 
that tagline, which um, really says it all, connecting circles of care and bridging um, I'm sorry, I just bridging, said it back. Building bridges of hope. <laughs> yes, thank you. Building bridges of hope. Yeah, and it's so important because that's what we need to do today. And um, it's very unique because this is just not a cruise that uh, provides, which, which there's, of course, a great value in, in any cruise that provides respite for um for seniors or for anyone suffering any type of disease or disability. But this is a lot more than that. Um, It's specifically tailored for individuals who are living with early stage Alzheimer's or any other type of dementia. And we have wrapped this beautiful conference in with the cruise. And we have a bucket list destination. So it leaves September 15th um, from Seattle and it will go round trip returns on September 22nd, making four stops in Alaska, with the last stop being Victoria, Canada, on wow. Holland America's MS Eurodam. And the conference is, um, you know, I, I put that together, and I, I'm really thrilled with it. It's, uh, we have something for everyone, really, from how to create a dementia-friendly home, you know, um, nutrition for the caregiver. Um, I'm going to be talking about long-term care, we're talking about the creative arts and, and how that benefits people with dementia. We're going to have a workshop about how to write your healing story, which is perfect for caregivers, and a lot more. So um, it's just we're very excited about it. So they have this bucket list destination, and then they also have on a daily basis uh, conference sessions to go to. So there's really something for the caregiver and their loved one. A lot of education and inspiration. Thank you. And empowerment, yeah. too. Yeah, I just think I mean I I, I run a Alzheimer's respite care program and and I just see mm-hmm. the isolation in caregivers and how alone they feel and how intimidated they are to go out and be in public and they're afraid of that and what if their loved one does something or says something to embarrass them and friends start yeah. going away. So I just think this this whole idea of of you know this this safe non-judgmental um educational mm-hmm, fun everything wrapped up into mm-hmm. one is just such a just such an amazing amazing concept i really applaud you for for being part of this and i hope i hope people can take advantage of it so i want to give out all the information about you so people can um can can jot it down um so if okay. you want to learn more about the alaska cruise on holland american um that leaves from seattle september 15th and goes to alaska comes back september 22nd that website is www.alscruisealaska.org and then if you have a specific question about the cruise or want more information, you could call Lisa at 646-784-7629. And then if you want to um, find out more about Lisa's nursing home coaching um, and find out more about that whole world of, of walking you through this time in your life, you could email Lisa at lisa at nursinghomology.com 
And if you're a social media person, Lisa is on Twitter at Nursing Home 7 and on Facebook at Nursing Homeology. So lots of different places. I will be posting all this information when I, I post the uh, the um, the podcast, and Lisa will be giving out this information also. But um, I am so glad you were able to join me today, Lisa. I think this is just really, um, really good information for people to to learn about. Um, I want to have you come back. We we need to talk about AIDS and payment right. and mm-hmm. the way our our CNA. country is structured and CNAs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely yeah. would love to have you come back. So thank you for joining Wonderful. me today. Good. Thank you. And, I, w- um, I would love to do that. Okay. And Wonderful. I just want to give a, 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 a very quick shout out before I go and say it one more time. Yes. The connecting circles of care and bridging building, excuse me, building, building yeah. bridges, <laughs> connecting circles of care and building bridges of hope cruising conference. And I want to give, a shout out to my keynote speaker, Jeff Wardoff. And Jeff is going to be um, doing some memory cafes. He's going to be there with his wife, Kim. They're going to have a session as well. He, his keynote speech is entitled Embracing Change and Living Fearlessly with Alzheimer's Disease. And Jeff is an advocate going to Washington, D.C. next week. He is part of the um, early onset congressional group with the national chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. So Jeff was diagnosed at a young age, and he's doing – um, a lot right now to live fearlessly, and um, we really applaud him for his his bravery and his his courage, and um, the hope that he gives all of us. So I just wanted to to mention that. Wonderful, yeah, that sounds. I mean, just the fact that you're having things for the caregivers, things for the individuals mm-hmm. with uh, dementia, just really great combination. So thank you again. Um, thank you. And, Thank you, um, everyone, for joining me today on the front lines of caregiving, and I hope you gained some useful and helpful information. Um, if you like the podcast, you could take a moment to subscribe, and then you'll get update, updates about future guests. And I hope you have a great week and that you'll be able to take some time for yourself this week. So see everybody next time. Take care. Thank Bye-bye, you. Lisa. Take care. Okay. Talk Bye-bye. to you soon. Okay. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program with access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org heart. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program with access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org heart. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together.